Welcome to The Zone on Gonzaga Nation. I'm Stephanie Hawk Freeman, and today we're going to do a little behind-the-scene look, and um, I've got somebody really special here today. I've got the head, head strength and conditioning coach for the women's basketball team, Mike Nielsen. Mike, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. This is just like the good old days. I know, I know. Always a pleasure to get to speak to you and see you. And so where, where I always like to start is um, the journey, the journey to how you um, kind of came into this role and took this position. And so you were part of that successful late 90s men's team, right? And then you played a couple of years overseas professionally. So how did you find your way back to this program? And, you know, what, what drew you to it? Well, my senior year in college, I tore my Achilles tendon. And that ended my career here. And before that time, I never thought about what life after basketball was going to be like. But laying in my bed, watching the NC2A tournament, doing rehab, I started thinking, well, yeah, what, what, what does life after hoops look like? And I knew I wanted to be involved in some kind of athletics. And I wasn't the best basketball player, but I loved the weight room. And I loved how strength, conditioning, quickness, balance, all of those things can make you a better basketball player. And we had a booster named Josh Burroughs, who was kind of helped us get um, our strength conditioning staff started here back in the day. And he said, why don't you be a strength coach? And when he gave me that suggestion, like everything just clicked. And so I rehabbed, I went and played over in Europe. But the whole time I was playing, I knew I was going to be a strength conditioning coach. And we both had a great athletic trainer named Steve DeLong. And something he said when I was in school really resonated with me. He said, we only get one body. So we should might as well treat it as well as we can and learn a, as much as we can about it. And so that's just kind of been my passion for the last 20 something years is just learning more about the human body. And I really get to combine all my passions, which is nutrition, leadership, strength, conditioning to the game of basketball, which is so fun. Yeah. Yeah. So you found your way back. You accept the position in 2004 as head strength and conditioning coach. And this is a program that was just starting to make the turn, right? Um, it was, wasn't was always very successful and it was just beginning in the beginning stages of becoming a top 20 perennial team. So um, just talk about what your thoughts were. What were your goals coming into that, knowing what you had to work with? Well, at the time after I graduated, I, when I was doing my rehab, I was able to train both the men's and the women's basketball team that year. The athletic department, Mike Roth, Chris Stanford, they were so great. They let me go back and take anatomy, physiology, take my labs. And in return, I would train the basketball teams. And so it was a really special time because the men's team was just on the up and up. We had been back Sweet 16 years, Elite Eight, a couple of Sweet 16s. And on the women's side, it was Kelly Graves' new staff that had come in and really turned around our women's basketball program. That first year I worked with the women, I tell people that we were 0 and 14 and four years later, they were 14 and 0. And so it was really fun to see how that staff really got the ladies buying into coming into the off season, doing all the little things that added to something big. And so, yeah, it was so fun to be a part of it. And now 20 years later is really nothing's changed in terms of we're always trying to get better. And so people always ask me like, oh, what do you want to do after Gonzaga? Or would you ever want to go to the NBA or go to a different school? And this environment is just so infectious because every day you show up and every single person is trying to be the best they can be for the good of the team. And so it's fun to be a small part of that. 
Yeah, it's really that Gonzaga family. It's just a place of special people that um, you and I know we've experienced as players and um, just something to really value being part of. So as you come in, the McCarthy Athletic Center is like almost being finished or it's just right there or it is finished. And so let's just talk about a little bit because you and I, you experienced it as the strength conditioning, uh, strength and conditioning coach. I experienced it as a player transitioning from the Martin Center to where both men's and women's and the volleyball team were trying to share that one course. And now we go to, we have the McCarthy Athletic Center and then just speak towards the updates and the upgrades um, throughout your tenure because now you have the Volpar Center. What opportunities has that allowed you to do with athletes? Yeah, these tools are so great. And we've always had that grit. We try not to lose that kind of old school, rocky, get in the gym when no one else is looking. We don't want to lose that mentality, but these new facilities allow us to put in even more work. You know, back when I was a student athlete, we had one weight room for the entire school and we had one squat rack. So <laughs> when the men's basketball team went to lift, we would not only just have one squat rack for a team is challenging, let alone for a couple thousand students. And so now to have our own basketball weight room is just huge. We know that there's student athletes, and so that academic piece is really important. So we have to work around class times and practice time, individual work, just to be able to get in our weights. And so it's so crazy right now. We actually have them broken into four different groups. We can't even get a single lift time throughout the day. And so to be able to have a weight room that we can schedule them whenever it fits their needs uh, is just so important. And then the other piece of that is it's not just our own space, but we have so much cool equipment in here and we got to hand pick every single item and so even our squat racks are decked out to be really basketball specific the idea is we don't really care how much someone can squat or bench if it doesn't make them a better basketball player and then of course the the weight room is just right off of the basketball court and so it's so nice to be able to kind of do more dynamic lifts where we might do some kind of squat or lunge and then directly walk right to the basketball court and follow it up with a plyometric exercise or an agility exercise. And so, yeah, both the men's and the women's team, they just use the heck out of this place. Um, during COVID, I remember I was trying to come down and, and, and enter the building when no one else was around. And so it was probably 11 o'clock on a Saturday or Sunday night in the off season. And I walk in to go to my office and I hear the ball bouncing and it's Jalen Suggs by himself shooting on one of the shooting machines. And I just wish that every kid in the nation could see the amount of work they put in. And, and you look and you see these facilities and all it does is just give the, the, the athletes an opportunity to put even more work in. Uh, yeah, I think I, and you're going to have to correct me, but I think I remember it was a big deal in that first weight room in the Martin Center still when we got the full length mirrors and like multiple squat rocks, the squat racks, there was like four of them. And it was like such a, it was so exciting. And so, yeah, it's just um, giving those athletes that opportunity to get that access to all that, that um, equipment. So awesome. You know, you're with the women all year long. Right. And it, it can turn into a grind. You know this as a player. Um, it can kind of just get hard for them to stay motivated. So talk about what each season kind of looks like in terms of training. And then how do you keep the players motivated? How you know, where do you get your ideas to keep it fun and fresh for the women's team? Well, our coaching staff 
unbelievable. Lisa Fortier and all the coaches do a great job of training, not only the physical skills, but the mental skills. And so I, I just feel so lucky to be part of a squad that actually practices what they preach. A lot of people talk about, hey, we want to teach teamwork or culture or growth or mind or whatever those things might be, but they don't actually set aside any time to do it. And so I think the things that really empower the ladies is every week we have an 18 week leadership program that we take them through and we have all the different coaches participating and even the ladies even the players will come and present and participate but i think doing a lot of stuff that involves inspiration and finding out our why and really defining our goals i think when you're driven by purpose it it makes it a lot easier to show up every day and then i'm just a huge a believer in variability. I anchored a few different principles in the strength conditioning world. And one of them is variability. The idea that we always want to be changing up the speed, the plane of motion that you're in, the weights, the reps, the sets, the angles, all of those things. I think the body loves that. It, it just, it feeds off of something new. Mm -hmm. And so I think through a combination of, we never do the same workout twice we're always doing something that really mirrors the game of basketball. And then we have a great athletic trainer. Kendall Gallup is one of the best and she's in close contact with me, letting me know not only when the ladies are physically tired, but when they're mentally tired. So we have a plan. And before I actually implement it, I always check in with her on a daily basis and she'll say, Hey, the ladies are really beat up today. I think today would be a great body weight day or a great yoga day or just work on meditation or whatever that is. There's so many different tools to be able to get our ladies better um, and so I just keep adding to those ideas of how do we keep it fresh with variation and then I think the last thing is we always tell the athletes you don't get stronger in the weight room you actually get weaker if you can do 10 pull-ups on your first set by the time you finish the workout you might only be able to do one or two and where you really get strong is with sleep and with great uh, rest and nutrition and so our nutrition piece is just off the charts here the ladies have their locker rooms just filled with great food. They have handhelds that are delivered to their lockers after their weightlifting sessions. After every practice, they have catered meals with great quality food. And so that, that goes a long way. I mean, we literally are what we eat. And the fuel that it takes to run, jump, cut, play basketball is 100% derived from the food that you eat. And so I think they're able to just put so much work in because they do a good job with the rest. We create a lot of variability and then we just fuel them really well. I love that. I love how you talk about the whole team approach, right? You've got the, the trainer, you, the coaches all on the same page. And, you know, you talked about um, helping the women find their commitment. I did a little research before we met here. Um, so I went to your hoop commitment website. So a little shout out to that. Yeah. And you spoke to hard work pays off. That's kind of your quote, the one that you've lived by. So do you actually sit down with women and help them find specific like, purpose or saying or motto? Um, you know, you, you talk, you talk about all, everybody sitting down and that whole team approach, but do you actually sit down individually, you yourself with the players and come up with a, like a, a plan? Yeah. To me, that's the foundation of it all. You know, we have two things going on. We have, uh, this one st steady stream of information of this is how we do it here. And it's not the only way, and it might not be the best way, but this is how we do it as Zags. And so we don't come in and ask players, hey, what offense do you want to run? 
We say, this is the offense we're running. This is our style of play. This is how we do it. And we spend all year long going over the same entries and the same defensive strategies so we can really perfect it. So we have that one steady stream of this is how we do it. And then we have a whole other stream, which is, and how does it work best for you? Tell me about your goals, your passions, your why. And so we start out every offseason. I have an individual meeting with each one of the players and just find out how last season went and how I can help them and serve them so they can achieve their goals. How can the weight room be a stepping stone to be able to help them be more successful on the basketball court? And the answers are really fun to see. They're sometimes different than what I would expect or what I would think. You know, for some people, they might say, hey, I really want to increase my vertical or my lateral quickness. And some people would say, I want to be injury free. I need more mobility or I need to do a better job with my nutrition. And so, of course, we have certain things that every basketball player needs. And that's we'll call that 75 percent of the workout is kind of what the whole team is doing. But there's a good 25 percent of it that is going to be geared towards them, whether they have a specific area of the body that needs more mobility, strength or balance or they have a goal that I can help them achieve. You know, everyone has different nutritional preferences. And so it's nice to be able to sit down and really start with them. And I think that buy-in, once they know, hey, I'm not just a number, this is not just the same cookie-cutter approach that he's done for the last 10 years. I think when they see that it's really designed to help them as an individual, I think that really fuels them and, and keeps them going. Awesome, Mike, you kind of just touched on my next piece because really you're dealing with a broad range. You've got veterans who know the program, the expectations, you've got freshmen coming in that are learning so much, right? And then you've got players that are injured and everybody's or recovering from an injury. Um, you've got um, players that are stronger or weaker in certain areas. And then this year you, you, we don't necessarily have the freshmen, but we've got transfers that are coming in from other programs. And so um, just seeing that, that approach of, you know, having them that being able to speak, right. And having, you know, being heard on what they want to improve on, but at the same time saying, Hey, no, this is, this is the Zagway, but you know, we're going to help you get there. So that's really cool. So if we go, we're going to skip to the next question. Let's speak towards this specific team, the 2022-2023 G women's basketball team. So what are you seeing from this group? What are you seeing in terms of strengths and then opportunities for growth? Well, if any of my former players are on this podcast listening, I hope this doesn't uh, offend them at all. But what I told this group was top to bottom, I think this might be the best lifting group I've ever had, which is really cool. We started off the off season in the spring. We all met as a team. And my message to the entire team was out of all the years I've coached, I think this team can benefit the most from the weight room. You know, we look at some of the years past and we've had some great athletes that might've needed to work on their rebound, their ball handling, their shooting. And as a whole, this group, I think if we were able to raise their athleticism, their strength, their explosiveness, it would give the best bang for the buck. And so that's how I started out the off season was you guys need this more than any team I've ever coached in the past. And then I just told Lisa right before their first practice was I think top to bottom, this is the best team I've ever had. We've always had people that love the weight room and get after it. We've always had those top two or three ladies that are just, you know, physically gifted. And then you combine that work with the work ethic and, 
all of those tweeners that could go either way have jumped on that side of it. And then you have some of the people that we might consider hard gainers that might have other physical skills, but the strength or the size piece is lacking in them. And they have bought in and they've made huge gains in this off season. And so really proud of that. Um, it's going to be really fun to see them on the court because in the years past, we've had so much continuity of veteran players that have stuck around and we kind of know what the core group is going to be like. And we have a few of those, but there's so many new faces or, or ladies that are going to be stepping into a new role. And I think this team really from top to bottom, not only are they good in the weight room, but they're really connected as friends. And so I think the power of team is going to be really important this year versus maybe the power of an individual. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. The team chemistry can take a team so far as you and I know. And so I'm going to put you a little bit on the spot in a couple previous podcasts. We covered the non conference schedule and the conference schedule and a lot of opportunities. I'm sure you've looked at it to get some big wins for the, the women's team. So What's your prediction for the season? Oh, boy. Well, you know, I think, of course, as a coach, you always want to win. And coaching my little youth basketball team, when I was coaching Carter, my, my oldest son, we were part of teams that won every game. We were always the best team in the league. We had a bunch of involved parents that got it, that did individual work with the kids. And it was such a fun experience. And then when he was in fourth grade, we kind of started our own team with a bunch of his buddies that hadn't really played a lot of competitive basketball. And we took our lumps. And it was such a tough season. Tough for a guy like me that has an ego to be boat raced out of the gym. And, and it was also the best season of my life. It was so great. All the lessons that you learn when you lose that might not be learned because, well, we won, so all is well. And so I would love to say, boy, we're going to win all the games. But my hope is we just continue to grow because I really think this team could go deep in the tournament. And the only way that we do that is if we face adversity and we face it early and we learn the hard lessons. And so whether or not we, you know, we go down to uh, the Atlantis and we win it all, doesn't matter to me. I just hope that we are in close competitive games and we get challenged and we get exposed early so we can go and practice and work on those things. Yeah, you're right. I just love the way that Coach Fortier schedules. She's always got a tough uh, non-conference that really tests them. And I don't know if you've seen it, but the WCC, you're right there. The WCC came out and G was picked number one to finish in the conference, um, received all the number one votes that they could receive. And then obviously Trong's in Yvonne Ejem on the preseason all WCC team. So it's going to be exciting. Like you said, there's some veteran players and um, a lot of players that have experience, but haven't been in those specific roles that they'll be in this year. So they'll be asked to do a lot. Mike, I really want to thank you for your time and just giving us a little bit of a look behind the scenes and all the hard work and dedication that goes into having a successful team. I just always enjoy talking with you and you're always so positive and I'm like energized and I want to go work out right now myself. So <laughs> anyways, thanks for being on the zone on Gonzaga Nation. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It is an absolute joy to see former players be successful in life. Great contributing members to society, great parents. And so I just love having you still in the Zay community. And uh, thanks for having me on. Awesome. Take